Today's episode is brought to you by artsythings.ch. Artsythings.ch creates various mandala designs in the form of stickers or digitally downloadable coloring sheets. Various other stickers with different themes, such as animals, motivation, fruits, and environment, can be found in these flowery, colorful, unconventional, and somewhat nerdy virtual store shelves under artsythings.ch on Etsy. Go show this wonderful artist some love on TikTok and Instagram under artsythings.ch. You can find all the information in the episode description below. And now, without further ado, let's jump right into today's episode. Hello, listeners. And today on our lovely podcast, we have Nora in Switzerland. Hey, guys. We have Devin in America. Hey, y'all. And we have a very special guest today, all the way from Australia. Hi, Ty. Hi, how you going? Very well. Today, we are discussing single parenthood, but from the man's perspective and what a single parent as a man have to go through. And we are looking quite forward to that, to diversify this group of women. So Ty, today you are surrounded by three women. How does it feel? Oh, I'm feeling the pressure. I better not slip up. <laughs> we promise we're not too intimidating, okay? Yeah, we'll, we'll take it easy on you. You're safe <laughs> behind your screen. <laughs> So Ty, from what we, the information that we got from you is that you are quite busy. You're busy with your own YouTube channel. You've got your own business. You're assisting your dad in his business. How's that going? Yeah, it's going well. Definitely feel the pressure from a day to day. It's, um, it does get pretty hard, but, um, I suppose it's probably a lot from being single and being on my own that I kind of distract myself with work. So I'm always finding something to do and never sitting around and definitely enjoying film and production with YouTube and something I've always loved doing but then helping my father with his business of um he's he's always been his dream to have a motocross facility so doing that and building that for him and having my own earth moving business on the side of that as well and yeah there's always a, a lot going on around here so plus having all the farm work to do and you guys in australia you're currently on full lockdown am i right yeah so sydney's in full lockdown at the moment one of my mates actually called me today and they basically stopped all construction work as well um so that'll be the first for that but um i'm up in newcastle so i'm probably about two and a half hours north of Sydney but um basically all of Sydney and the metropolitan areas all in lockdown but we're um we're all good up here we just have to wear masks and things so oh, you guys need to keep safe there and you've got a little girl and she's nine yeah she is uh she is my entire world that little thing so she means everything to me that little girl and how are you balancing all of what's happening um at work with you know having a nine-year-old oh yeah it, it has its challenges luckily like where i live living on the farm there's there's two houses on on my parents property and they're probably a couple of kilometers apart from each other so it's kind of good having her grandmother around i can go to work around here on the farm in the morning and then i can pick her up from school and and her grandmother will take her to school for me every morning and, and i'll do the afternoon pickup and take her to karate or take her down to the beach of an afternoon and but it definitely does have its challenges some days and um, it never it never feels like it's um it's a chore or it's a, a burden or anything like that. I could have six kids running around this house and be on my own and still love it. So Ty, we won't comment on the six kids <laughs> running around. <laughs> But I love how you say that, you know, you can still find your quiet time and, you, and you'll be very happy even with the noise run, running around you. Um, when you're traveling, how does your time impact with, you know, you having your daughter around? 
I understand your mom is there, but how do you communicate with her, um, especially when there's time differences in that? Uh, well, it, until I haven't been traveling since um, like COVID started. So basically I was I was with my, my ex-partner then. So most of my traveling, my daughter was, was with her mum, so there wasn't too much of an issue. So I haven't done a whole lot of traveling since the breakup and stuff. So then mainly the traveling that I have been doing has just been kind of family holidays and that. So, and uh, she comes with me anyway. So, yeah, but um, I guess if things get back to normal, I'll probably find out that. shouldn't be too tough. Um, she absolutely loves her grandmother and her grandfather, so she loves spending time up there. She's actually there at the moment, so, yeah, I don't think it would be too much of a drama. Okay, no, that's very good. And we know that you are in a relationship with our darling Nora, yeah? Was it very difficult introducing Nora um, to your daughter? It was, uh, wasn't, wasn't difficult. Um, once I knew Nora and the person that she was and, and, and how much she showed that she cared for Lala and it wasn't hard. I kind of started it off softly with just having, uh, phone calls with Nora on the phone when I would be picking up Levita from school and stuff like that. So it, um, Lala would get, would get used to the Nora talking and then Lala kind of grew fond of, of Nora and, um, yeah, she absolutely can't wait till we can finally meet and Lala can finally meet her as well. So Lala. And I think it was also like, it was not right from the beginning, um, of the relationship. I think it was like five months in before you really, I would say confronted Lala to, to the situation. It was not right away. I do remember at the beginning, every time you were around Lala or Lala was present, we used to not really be on the phone. Um, as much as since you basically started bringing her into the relationship too, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I definitely had boundaries there in the beginning in case nothing ever came of mm-hmm. me or if it didn't work out or whatever. And I don't really see the point of introducing a child to any sort of partner until you know it's a hundred percent going to happen. Or yeah. yeah, and that's some struggles that I've had with her mother. Also, is um, the introduction of, of partners and stuff. Yeah, so. Yeah, you don't want your child to be around random people unless you really know what is coming out of that relationship. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You've got to be protective with with your kid in their heart and, you know, their feelings too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we are in a long-distance relationship. We are currently separated from each other because of the situation with COVID and Australia being completely closed. We know how hard it is for us as adults. Do you feel like Lala understands the situation? Um, I guess basically I think that Levita hasn't seen me with anyone since her mother. I think she's aware of the situation, but not to the in-depth that a child of nine years old is going to understand what's going on in the world and, mm-hmm. and how, how bad the world is at the moment. But um, being so far away from each other, um, it kind of showed Lala that it's not always just about having someone physically there as well. So, But I think um, Lala, she'll, um, she, she tells me 
like, look, yeah, when can Nora come here and when can she come over and when can we travel again? And, and I've explained to her just the situation, what's going on. And, and she gets it. She understands that it's just, it's all the time game now. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can be quite difficult for kids, especially, you know, it's, it's not the norm that they are used to. So this new type of normalcy is, is very strange to them to adapt to. But I, I seem to feel that kids have a better grip or they can adapt easier than us as adults. Kids are very resilient, for sure. Yeah. And you guys must also, you know, be sitting on the edge of your seats there, waiting for <laughs> lockdown to open so that you can finally meet. Yeah, it's definitely a tough situation. Um, also, I mean, when it comes to seeing everything that is going on like i mean i witness ty being confronted to the amount of work that he has um obviously like his mother plays a huge role when it comes to to helping out with lala but there's still moments where like i'm on the phone to them and i see that he still has to do everything else like doing the housework going to get the groceries cooking dinner and stuff so when you are a partner and you just witnessing everything on the phone it's hard and it kind of breaks your heart too that you're not able to be there and to help out with the things that you would share as a couple living together you know right yeah Nora's right it's um the the workload funny like my father comes down here and he's like hey can you come give me a hand with this and this and this around the farm and stuff and I'm like I, I don't have time and it's because it's because he's been in a relationship with with like my mother so long that he's like he doesn't do the groceries and he doesn't clean the like house he doesn't change the sheets on the bed he doesn't do the laundry he doesn't do all these things that he thinks like i don't do all that stuff and it's like i now have taken on all that extra load of work around the house yeah so it it does and then trying to do everything else with work and stuff it, it it does become pretty stressful at times and and yeah Nora knows me, I kind of, I'll uh, go MIA for a few hours and not contactable, so. (laughs) (laughs) It seems a lot to juggle for sure. And I'm sure with, especially, I mean, with social media and everything, I know you have a a YouTube channel, like, I feel like sometimes it's hard to turn that type stuff off. Like, you know, because it's, it almost is like a 24-7 job. So do you have any, like, tips for how you balance that as well as you know time with your daughter yeah that was I've, I've put it into the perspective that youtube is what i want to do to be able to spend even more time with her so if i sacrifice some time now if i was to sacrifice three years now i would gain 20 25 years spending time with her um, right. plus ability to go on like holidays and things more so it's either I spend every weekend with her now and go to the work, go to work during the week or I spend one day with her on the weekends now I work the other day and then hopefully over like a four year period I can get to the point where I don't work at all anymore and we just I literally edit film and we just travel together she gets homeschooled and we spend what I would have worked the next 30 40 years of my life being away from her I'll then gain all that time of what I normally would. So little sacrifice now, hopefully lead to big gain in the future. So, Yeah, I like that, yeah. yeah. So Ty, with, with your daughter being nine and, you know, all the changes and so forth, have you picked up any of those teenage moods or symptoms and do you have any 
any <laughs> advice to dads out there who also <laughs> the same? Uh, I see her struggling with things and I tried to talk her through it and get her to open up to me. And But she was very much like how I was when I was a kid. I very closed off and stuff and didn't want to talk about anything. And I'm slowly trying to crack crack that mould that she's she's trying to withhold information about school and issues she has with the teacher and, and little friends, how little girls get when they, I don't like you now and <laughs> all the rest of it. So trying to talk her through those things after school and stuff. But, yeah, she she, she doesn't really fire up that much. She, she's a pretty good kid. She just has a moment. She might have one moment once a month or something and and that's kind of – I can deal with that. But, yeah. Work she holds a, that from her father. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you just love it that you can see yourself in your kids and then you know, oh, you know, don't do that. That is bad. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, you, yeah. And you, as a kid, you think you can get away with things and you always think that your parents don't know. But then when you grow up and you actually have kids yourself, you're like, I know everything you are doing. <laughs> As a kid, you think you're just like, oh, mum and dad don't know what I'm doing. They've got no idea. <laughs> I like how they try to hide things and, you know, make it seem like, ah, oh, it's nothing or it's not that big. Or no, it's not going to be a problem later. And you know, you know it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or it doesn't exist. It's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Is there anything you would say as a as a father, you struggle more with because she's a girl? Um, I think when it, it's probably going to come to when she um, starts the whole female cycling sort of deal when she's in a couple of years or like I don't even know when that sort of thing starts. So I think that will be something that I don't think I'll struggle with it because I have a grandmother here and, and hopefully a mother helps with with those sorts of things and and puberty and all the rest of it that she's eventually going to go through not that i ever wanted to grow up but that's one thing that i'm scared of is that when those things start to happen how i deal with that and how i handle that luckily her grandmother is here and yeah her, her mother comes and picks her up on the weekends and stuff so i should be able to to get around those things but that's probably really the only thing that i'm worried about and teenage boys so i bought more shotguns <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you you know that when it comes to her starting to date and everything, you cannot lock her up. You you're aware of that, right? She's not dating till she's fifty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ty, any anything that you can advise men on that uh, either you know have just gotten into the single parenthood or are planning on becoming a single parent, is there anything that stands out that you would really like to advise them on? Um, probably just the work balance the best you can and to always involve your kids in, in everything you possibly can and teaching them life skills and and stuff like that. Like growing up with my father, um, uh, he didn't really teach me many things like as a kid like this is how you do this or this is how you do that I, I learned a lot of stuff myself so I try to teach Lala as much as I can but yeah just balancing work and life don't 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 work too much that you're losing that time with your kids and and 
I, I'd love to know what the ratio is is to, to female uh, single pet like single parents mothers versus single fathers because twenty percent from what we know uh, the U.S. Census Bureau put out last year like in America um, there are eighty percent of single parents are mothers and only twenty percent are fathers so I don't know how it is uh, in Australia pretty sure we could figure that out too but from what we know in America it's eighty to twenty percent. Yeah, it's like it's very. I think Australia would have to be even lower than that. It's a very rare thing for there to be a single father here in Australia, just because the system here just weighs so heavily against the male. It's not funny. You pretty much lose your kids, you lose everything you own, you basically lose everything. And that's a lot of fathers here commit suicide and stuff like that because they're withheld from their kids and just. Uh, yeah, that's tough. How often do you get, like, how much? Time do you get to spend with your daughter as far as that's concerned? Uh, so I, um, she, she lives full-time here with us on the farm. So she bounces between my house and her grandmother's whenever she wants to come and go. It's totally okay. up to her. I pick her up every afternoon after school, bring her home. We hang out pretty much um, all night and stuff. And then she'll either stay here at my house or she'll go to her grandmother's and stay, depending on how tired she is. Sometimes she likes to sleep in. Like she goes to her grandmother's the night before, then she gets to sleep in a little bit longer instead of getting up when I've got to go to work and stuff. So, but yeah, and um, her mother will take her at this stage. Her mother takes her like every Sunday. Um, she picks her up at about nine, ten o'clock, and takes her for the day, and then drops her off around seven to eight at night. So, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, I mean, you obviously have a lot of help coming from your mom too. Can you imagine how it would be for you if you wouldn't have that help coming from your mom if she wasn't around or living on the same property? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's, it would be a it'd be a whole whole other game to deal with, like to be able to, to to work. Like I'd have to change professions if it was just me and Lala. I'd have to change my job and stuff, and we definitely wouldn't be as fortunate as what we are. And and yeah, my mother plays a massive role in in helping helping us out. In, in helping to raise Lala, but um, she absolutely loves that little girl to death. And if I was to picture my life without my mother helping me, like um, it would probably be me working a very ordinary job. It would be a whole different lifestyle if, if her grandmother wasn't around. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, you're definitely lucky on that side. Relationship-wise, you know, right now you're in a very, very long-distance relationship. How do you keep that going? I, and you guys haven't seen each other for over a year? Yeah, well, we've, we've never seen each other at all. I think that makes it not not easier, but I think it would be a lot, lot harder if we had had something before the whole world has gone how it has. Yeah, I think that would be a real a real struggle. But not not knowing how it feels to have Nora around and only via FaceTime, it's still it's still a massive struggle weekly and i think most of our frustration and some of the the petty arguments and stuff that we have about stupid things come to us just being frustrated about the situation so yeah. everything we argue about has literally no weight behind it at all <laughs> how do you maintain a relationship like this for more than a year without Nora, seeing the person nora's persistence <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank yeah. you for the flowers. Yeah, I don't think we'd be where we were if it wasn't as persistent as what she was. Yeah, she when she when Nora goes after something, it's yeah, it's everything. It's all in. Yeah, we've seen that with Adira for sure. <laughs> like it's her baby, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's full four. It's like okay, yeah. that's number one of six. We already have that one, so that's make five to go. Uh, I'll be at work. <laughs> it will be two a.m. in Switzerland, and I'll be either working on a machine i'll be covered in grease i'll have dirt and stuff all over my hands not being able to grab my phone she will ring and ring and ring and ring and ring and like <laughs> there is also a lot of patience when it comes to being in a relationship with you you know <laughs> i will go and clean my head up of what i was doing because i think something's gone wrong i answer and she's like hi i'm going back to sleep now bye <laughs> you guys are adorable oh my word <laughs> So, you know, talking about the timeline difference, how does that impact on your relationship? Because you guys also have a few hours apart, right? We have, um, in the past year, we actually went from eight hours to nine hours and the max time difference we had was 10 hours. So there is this um, daylight saving in Australia. And in Switzerland, it's called wintertime or summertime. So we don't even switch that time at the same period. It's just like a little bit before Christmas. So we actually had struggle with adapting to time difference there. And other than that, um, it's like we wake up, we are on the phone, and then until the other one goes to sleep. And whenever that person wakes up again, we are on the phone. So it's... Yeah, a lovely 24-hour cycle. Okay, got you. It's weird. <laughs> it's definitely weird. Like, I remember when uh, on New Year's Eve, it was the middle of the day for me when Ty rang me and it was midnight there and they basically went into 2021. And I was like, uh-huh, okay, it's the middle of the day for me. And then when it was midnight here, he was already in the first day of January and I called him when he woke up and we were watching fireworks out of my window together. So it's weird, but it's kind of like good memories too. I think it's one of the things you guys are going to miss when you finally get together, you know. I don't think we're going to miss anything. The only thing that's going to be really weird is basically not speaking to each other over the phone again. I, I think once I'm there and he's at work, I will probably still call him from the house just because I'm so used to it. <laughs> he's like, oh no. <laughs> He's going to answer yeah, the phone and he's going to be, you know that I'm outside the door, right? I can't get away. I won't be able to get away. <laughs> there is a thing that Ty likes to do now is when he's upset with me, he doesn't pick up his phone. So I don't know how he will do that once I'm there because he cannot just ignore my calls, you know? And he knows how, like he said, I'm persistent. Your phone might disappear when you are there. <laughs> Oh no, Chai, it was so nice to finally see the face yeah. and finally meet you. <laughs> it was awesome to meet you so guys. Thank you so, so much. Thanks for joining. No yes. Okay, yeah. my lovelies, thank you so much for joining in with us and meeting Nora's Thai finally. <laughs> so when we do a podcast to say that she's finally in Australia, you guys will understand why we were so excited about all of this. So from me, Addie in South Africa, have a very, very good, it should be morning Devon where you guys are at yes. <laughs> and yes. afternoon for the most of us <laughs> on this <laughs> side of the world bye bye everyone bye bye, bye.